What is up, guys? Welcome to the Vitality Unleashed podcast, episode 17. And today is Training Tuesday. So today's topic will be how to know if you're training properly for you because there is not a one-size-fits-all training program for people. So how do you figure out what is actually working for you, what's going to work for you? Yeah, when training, obviously there's so many different sides of social media. It's so easy to get caught up. Oh, well, this person saying this works, this person saying this works. And while there is an optimal way to do it, like that is just science, there is a best way to do it. That is personally how we do it because we are physique competitors. We are doing it the optimal way, but there are so many different other types of training that all have a time and a place. Like I hate how some people like to hate on certain styles of training. Like, of course, maybe it's not fucking optimal, but it doesn't always have to be optimal. Like there's, there's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. Like the people who hate on like hybrid athletes or the people who hate on like calisthenics people. I'm like, yeah, like if your goal is to build muscle mass, if like that's your ultimate goal, which a lot of people's is to build up a physique, then yes, those things are optimal, but it doesn't mean that they're bad. It doesn't mean they're not healthy. It doesn't mean that they don't you know, they don't fit into other people's lives and their goals better. Yeah. There's so many different things to take into account here. Like if a bodybuilder is hating on a, someone who likes to run, it's like, why? Like, of course, if it is interfering with your goals again, like there is a time and a place to educate people like, Hey, this isn't going to get you to where you want to go the fastest. But if you just really enjoy doing this, like it provides you mental benefits or whatever it might do for you. There is a reason to do it like there's no reason to cut things out just for a specific physique goal if you're not that serious about the physical portion of it exactly i promise you the ghana like long distance runners the olympics don't give a fuck that they have zero percent muscle mass that's not their goals that's not what they're training for so getting into it we just wanted to cover certain checkpoints that you should be hitting to make sure that this program works for you what you are running works for you yeah so number one what are your goals again if you're a bodybuilder if your number one goal is the physical aspect if you are just wanting to achieve a specific physique you're gonna train differently than someone who wants to win a race than someone who wants to uh, when a powerlifting competition, you know, there's so many different goals and every single goal needs to train differently. Exactly. Exactly. And once you have your goals established, you know, you can use the internet, you can use Google to look up like training programs for this specific goal. And that can honestly give you a decent idea of what you should be doing. But then once you try out this training program, you need to look at this next point, sustainability guys. Sustainability is huge. Sustainability, if you cannot stay consistent with your routine, you will not get the results you want. It is better for you to train three days a week, every single week, then commit to five, but then half the weeks you're training three, part of the weeks you're training four, and then yeah, you know, one, one week a month, maybe you do get all five workouts in. That is not optimal because realistically, you are spacing your workouts out, balancing your programming out for those five days. So you can adjust that and change volume, adjust your programs to fit in three days so you're actually consistently doing it and hitting everything enough. Yeah, exactly. Don't expect it to be perfect right off the bat. It's going to take some trial and error, but one mistake that so many people make at first is 
going all in right when they start. And what I mean by that is people will come in, say to our program and they're like, oh, I want to go seven days a week. I'm all in. I want to do all this cardio. And then what happens? They fucking quit after two weeks because they burn out. And that is so common. You need to come in realistically. If you do not think that you can commit to this specific program for over a year, for years, for the rest of your life, you should not be doing it because sustainability is the most important part. Yeah, guys, for real, when we get applications, we'll review them and we'll see one of our question. Our questions on there is how many days a week are you working out right now? How many days a week can you commit to? Mm-hmm. And someone will put, I'm working out two days a week and I can commit to six. I say, let's go three or four. I meet them in the middle and I'm like, let's just do three or four and make sure that that's sustainable for you first. And if we want to increase later on, we can, but sustainability is the biggest thing and not causing burnout because that's what will happen. A great example of something that a lot of people do and fail all the fucking time, 75 hard guys. Why do you think you fail? They're trying to get you to work out 75 days in a row. No, it's two a day. It's two days on top of it. So 75 days in a row and what 150 workouts yeah it's like two workouts a day read 10 pages of a book follow a diet uh blah 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 whatever the rest is but it's just unsustainable for most people again like if you are someone who has been doing this type of stuff for a long period of time great do it but there's just no need to do something this extreme there's no need for it if you're like an iron man or ultra runner or something sure maybe you can maintain 75 hard but 99.9 percent of people will not be able to do that for the next five years that's what i always want you to think about can't will i be able to do this for the next five years ten years consistently yeah and that goes for the nutrition side of things as well you want it to be sustainable that's the same thing 75 hard is like the workout version of like a fad diet like keto whatever the fuck it may be you're not going to sustain it and that's why people fail and even if you can sustain it right afterwards you're going to gain all the weight back right afterwards you're going to lose all the progress because you stop doing it your body is going to adapt to it so when you stop doing it you're going to go in the opposite direction you're probably going to go back to worse than where you started exactly that's a huge mistake people make thinking that oh i'm going to establish these healthy habits and get to my goals and then i'm going to revert back to the exact person i was before guys that's fucking stupid establish healthy habits that you can keep the rest of your life please yes so sustainability goals those are the two first thing that you definitely want to have in check number three your fatigue this is something that is extremely important to manage and while it is very important it is also super different for everyone some people might be extremely fatigued off three workouts a week and some people can handle fucking daily workouts like it depends on not only your goals how you're training but your history as well Yeah, absolutely. Someone who's new to the gym is going to do three movements and they're going to be sore for the next four days. Someone who's been training consistently five days a week for the past 10 years, if they did three movements, they're probably not going to be very sore. And if they are, they're going to recover in like a day. Yeah, exactly. So it really, really depends on where you are coming from. But that is something that you kind of have to address within yourself. You know, us as y'all's coach, you know, we cannot feel how you feel. We cannot get into your body and see, oh, am I feeling tired? Am I feeling fatigued? Am I too sore? Like that is something that you need to be communicative to your coach about, you know, to get the best results, because that's one of the things that the coach cannot see for you. So it's important to speak up. If you're ever feeling super sore, you never, ever, ever want to go into train a muscle group that is still sore from a previous session. That is the easiest way to get injured. 
Yeah, and if that's a consistent thing that's happening where you're still sore and then needing to go to the gym, that's when you need to figure out, okay, you probably need to cut volume back. You've been training six days a week, maybe you need to cut it back to four or something like that. There are so many signs that you can have to show that you are overtraining. Some things to look out for are lack of sleep. You're having trouble falling asleep at night. That's a big one a lot of people don't realize. Or also poor digestion is very common as well when it comes to when it comes to overtraining, putting your body under too much stress. Yeah, there's kind of two different fatigues that you can take into account. There's physical fatigue, but there's also mental fatigue, mm-hmm. which is just as important to manage. You know, physical can be some of the things like bloating, poor digestion, you know, getting weaker in the gym, not improving physically, but then also mentally you can have brain fog, depression, anxiety, um, just like mood swings, really feeling like you're irritable and like your mood and your emotions are not very regulated. That is a sign that you're overtraining and little things like this are overlooked by so many people. You know, they're like, why am I so miserable all the time? I'm so moody. I'm so depressed. I'm so anxious all the time. I'm so overwhelmed. Maybe you're just working out too much. Like there can always be too much of a good thing, especially when it comes to working out. People are like, oh, well, working out is supposed to help with these things. And that's where it gets a little bit confusing because yes, it is supposed to help with these things, but there's always too much of a good thing. You have to Mm -hmm. find that balance. It works for you and your body. Everything in moderation, guys. Everything Even, Even exercise. Yeah, I know. It's crazy to say, but it genuinely is so truthful. And we are not saying like, oh, I have poor digestion today. It must be that I'm overtraining. I need to skip the gym today. No, what we're saying is that if you check a lot of those boxes, they all align and you've probably been consistently training as well at this high volume for at least a few weeks now, maybe even a few months, maybe even a few years, depending on who you are. And then it becomes time to deload, to reduce volume, make a change eventually. But you will want to be checking off a lot of these boxes when it comes to signs of your fatigue. Yeah, so Dylan, how would you personally go about managing fatigue if you are experiencing these symptoms? Well, I mean, we have managed fatigue ourselves. I used to train six days a week. Uh, and that was not working for me. Eventually, I was just so tired all the time. I was definitely more irritable and definitely more stressed out and then decreased it to five. I trained five for a while. That wasn't bad, but then I found uh, as I improved my technique more and more, started lifting with more intensity, I, again, was not recovering fast enough. My sleep was lacking. I had zero appetite, decreased it to four, and now I train four days a week, and that's been great so far. So for me, I, re- I really like just pulling days if I need to, but other things you can do is just pulling volume, taking away sets as well, taking away working sets from your workouts. That's another thing you can do. Yeah, nutrition is also something that can manage fatigue. We'll talk more about that a different day, but myself too, like I used to train fucking seven days a week, then I pulled it down to six, then I pulled it down to five, and now I'm sitting at four days a week too and just seeing the most progress because you can really push yourself in those sessions to the max and even if you think oh I'm going every day I'm really pushing myself maybe you are but not as much as you would be able to if your body wasn't so fucking fatigued like sure you're working hard but there is a difference between working hard and working smart you have to work smart when you're you know in the fitness scene you have to work smarter not harder because there can be too much of a good thing yeah that's another important reason to track your progressive overload track your lifts because if your strength isn't progressing your reps aren't progressing that can be a sign that your body's constantly fatigued so you can't make that physical progress yes exactly so we have you need to assess your goals you need to assess the sustainability you need to 
um, assess your fatigue. What is next? You need to assess the physical changes. And while this might not be for everyone, if your goals are not physical, ignore this. But most people have a physical goal. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, yeah, most people have a physical goal. And if you do, let's just say it is fat loss. Training for fat loss may be different compared to training for muscle gain. Maybe someone who wants to train for fat loss will do more of a hybrid style approach or something like F45 where it's more like where you have some more cardio involved, more movement. And yes, that can help your fat loss. But if you want to gain muscle, F45 is in the move for you. Bodybuilding style lifting is the move for you. So it's really making sure that the program you're following is getting you again towards your goals, towards the physical changes that you want. Again, if your goal is specifically physical, it is to gain muscle, lose body fat, get the specific goal, the bodybuilding style approach is going to get you there the fastest. Point blank, simple. That is just a fact. Training hypertrophy, that is what is going to get you the physical changes the most. However, if your goal maybe is to get faster, you know, get better at running and, you know, achieve some physical changes, that is when a hybrid style approach can come into place. And, you know, Pilates, that type of stuff, these group classes, that is when the line can get kind of blurred because people think, well, I want to get toned. I need to do this type of stuff. And in reality, that's not really how it works. A lot of people have the toxic mindset of, well, if I sweat a lot, that that means it was a good workout. And reality, like I barely fucking sweat in my workouts, like rarely. I mean, that is not a sign that it was a great workout necessarily. Yeah, to categorize some of these, bodybuilding is muscle gain. F45 is more of a maintenance program yeah. where there's you're not really doing much progressive. F45, overall. Orange Theory, yeah. things Those like things that. things are like, if you already have a physique you're happy with and you're like, hey, I just want to stay healthy, get movement in, and just maintain what I'm doing right now, yeah. it's great for that. And, and then, there's nothing wrong with those. Don't, don't yeah. twist this as we're hating on those classes. They are great in addition to strength training. Great. Yeah. And then there's some, a great example of like something you could do a really small change in your programming. It could be you want to be a high, you want to train hybrid athlete. That's a really big thing right now, right? So you're bodybuilding, you're doing bodybuilding style three days a week and you're running three times a week as well, right? But you've been running this long distance and your legs aren't growing how you want them to. A small change you can make would be instead of long distance running, you start sprinting. And then that can help you gain some more muscle in your legs, stop uh, atrophying your quads, your hamstrings as much. You know, little changes like that, even in your programming, can make a difference when it comes to the physical changes you want to make. Exactly. And let's just be fucking real. These people who are constantly running, just refusing to stop doing these super long distances, like a lot of them just think that that is how they're going to lose this body fat, but they also want to grow their legs and their glutes at the same time. And I'm like, you got to pick one. Like you're going to keep... Staying stuck where you are, not only is there so much stress, like your gut health probably sucks. I could go on for hours about this, but you got to choose one. Yeah, everyone sees these jacked hybrid athletes, and I just want to point out right now, almost every single one of those athletes did bodybuilding first. Yeah. And then they got into running. They put on that muscle before they started long distance running. They were not long distance running when they were putting on all this muscle. And if they were, they are on steroids. Like, I'm just going to put that out there now. You are not running 20 miles a week and weight training five days a week and making the progress you want. That is so much work on your body. You need to be taking performance enhancing drugs just to recover. Yeah, that's the reality of it. Don't take it with a grain of salt always when you see these people on social media. Obviously, that is not 
us again hating on anyone that is on fucking steroids anything like that but you guys do need to be aware absolutely do not have unrealistic expectations okay so once yeah once you have all of those things under control you just need to assess your enjoyment that is obviously an extremely important part of this as well yeah you want to enjoy what you're doing and this is a part this also you know is a part of sustainability as well right if you don't enjoy something you're gonna be less likely to stick to it but it's like yeah like if you're moving if like something you like doing like you just really like Pilates or you just really like yoga and it's not because you have a disorder where you're trying to you know just do hot yoga to burn a bunch of calories but you actually enjoy it then yeah go do yoga like maybe that that can be a part of your routine that's a part of it too right and it's finding that balance exactly like these things that you do enjoy there is no need to cut them out but there might be a need to cut them down but your mm-hmm. enjoyment is one of the most important par- parts of this whole thing because it's going to lead into the other aspects as well if you enjoy it you're going to be more consistent it's going to be more sustainable for you you know mental health fucking matters too so always take all of these things into consideration when you are looking at your training program there is no one size fits all for the aspect of training there is an optimal way to do it scientifically but that is not the correct move for everybody absolutely exactly guys so we hope you gained some value from this episode today and make sure to catch us live monday through friday 10 30 a.m est every week peace peace